You're listening to the DIY Marketing School Podcast. I am your host and your marketing coach, Melanie Diane Howe. This episode is going to help you get unstuck in those times when you just feel that perfectionism creeping in, or you've maybe stalled a little while on taking the next action in that big project that you're working on. This one's going to help you make it happen. So let's go. preface this episode in a way that I've, I actually don't think I've ever prefaced an episode. And that is to actually say that this episode came to me, the idea for this episode to record it came to me hours ago, literally just hours ago. This wasn't planned. This wasn't like in a list of ideas that I had at all. It, it actually just kind of like just came from a conversation earlier today. And so this is kind of like hot off the press. <laughs> if we were if we were printing newspapers, uh, we'll use that old phrase. So I'll tell you the backstory to it. So earlier today, I was on a call with a really good friend of mine, who is also an amazing fellow entrepreneur. He's got all these great things he's doing. His name is James Hicks. And he his company is called Hicks New Media or his channel, uh, or whatnot. And we we've been doing these weekly they're not accountability calls. We call them focus time, actually. And it's really just a dedicated hour for the two of us to get on together, kind of share about what we got working on, but also like help each other work through some things. Literally, he helped me kind of work through a tech thing. And then I helped him through, I guess I'd call it a mindset thing, to be honest with you. Uh, these aren't these aren't really accountability uh, types of things. They're just, we we text a lot where we support each other. And we we just decided, hey, let's get an actual hour blocked off each week so that we can just, I don't know, have a little bit more momentum and a little bit more um, I, I focus, <laughs> honestly, because uh, we're both, we have a lot of similar goals. We're working on similar types of projects. There's just a lot of really good collaboration that can happen between the two of us, uh, whether it be brainstorming or just, like I said, tech stuff or whatever. So uh, today, uh, you know, we were talking about um, a, a project he's working on and he's kind of stuck, right? And he just, we were kind of going through it. And there's a couple things going on there, right? It, he's kind of in his own mind, right? He's kind of in his own head, uh, doubting the self-doubt stuff that we a lot of us deal with. In fact, I think everybody does. Uh, not necessarily imposter syndrome, but just, you know, hey, I really want to do this, but I'm not ready yet. It's, I haven't done it yet. I need to get it done. And I'm like, well, why? And it's like, because I, I don't have anything good enough yet or actually what it was, I'm sorry, is he's trying to create something. And I said, well, instead of trying to create something brand new to get this thing started, what if you went back and looked at things you've already done, maybe even like other paid opportunities where you created a presentation or you did something? It's th There's this concept called the least viable product, right? It's basically, instead of trying to go invent something new or create a new product, what is something that you literally, what is the, the one thing that you can go grab off your virtual shelf, if you will, that could be ready to go to market? Is it perfect? Is it great? Not necessarily, but is it good enough to get started, right? And that's your least viable product. And so, and I'm sure I just totally butchered the whole thing. So all you, you know, business gurus that have read the book and all the things, you don't send me DMs and tell me I got that all wrong. The whole, the, the point is, is what is the most, what is, the, what would be the easiest item that you could get ready the fastest to go to market? That's really what it is, right? 
So <clears throat> we were chatting about this and I said, you know, you, you have stuff. He's like, yeah. And I said, great. Well, you got you got like two or three ideas, right? And he's like, yeah. And then he sat there and he just goes, I said, well, what, what, why not, what's, what's your hesitation? And he said, they're not good enough. And I was like, what? I was like, first of all, anytime we, a, another creator says something like that, or like, you know, oh, I, I made this video, but I'm not going to publish it because it's not as good as I wanted it to be or whatever. We end up sitting in this perfectionism, right? We don't get things done. We don't get anything out there. And so we were going through all this and I was giving him some, some of my perspectives on how he was quite frankly being too dang critical on himself, right? And so then we started talking about, okay, well, you stalling this or you hanging on to this or you waiting to create this perfect perfect thing is delaying things, right? Like he's kind of got this deadline in his own mind about when he was going to have this done. And he's he's really past that. It's taking him longer because he's he's overthinking. He's finding other bright, shiny objects to work on. He's, you know, all the other things instead of this one thing that's really pretty important. And I said you not getting this done is causing you a lot of stress, isn't it? And he's like, yeah. I said, like, it's like you wake up in the middle of the night and you think about it. He's like, yep. And I, I know that because I've been there. I mean, I know what it's like to have something that you know you need to do. You keep putting it off because of all these reasons. And then it just keeps getting longer and longer and longer. And then the next thing you know, you start to feel like you, you start to feel like you failed at something. There's like this guilt that starts to harbor inside of you and it it starts to fester and it starts to grow like a bacteria and it gets worse and worse and worse. And at, at some point, some people actually quit. They, they don't go on. They can't deal with it. They can't move past it or they decide it's been too long. Forget it. Others, you know, will make it happen. But I've, I've totally done this before with little things, big things. So I know what that is like and it eats at you. And I just, I knew it was. And I said, it's, this is just eating at you. And he's like, yeah. And I said, well, then just get something done. Like do find something, grab it and go. And we started talking. I said, it's, it's all that, like all that festering, all that you thinking about getting something done, right, is exhausting literally thinking about getting something done or working on something over and over and over, like thinking about what you're going to do is work. But imagine if you took all that energy that you're using to think about doing something and use that energy to actually do something, right? <laughs> getting it done. And it, it reminded me of a lot of things in, 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 that I've learned in my, you know, past through, you know, listening to podcasts, through reading books or, working with other, you know, peers and entrepreneurs and, and, and just really that, that, how do you get over that feeling? How do you get past that? How do you just go to the place where you can say, I'm just going to do this. It's not going to be perfect, but I'm going to get it done. And I'm going to share a couple things here. So one is, again, you're using, think of it as you're using all this energy to think about the process of doing something. And then it's like when you have a dream, have you ever had a dream in the middle of the night that you were working on something, you like were working on a project and it was, you got it all done. And then you literally wake up and you're like, dang it, it was just a dream. I still have to do the work. That is like, ugh. it's like, I, I don't know if maybe I'm the only one that does that, but sometimes I literally will have dreams that I worked on something and I got it done. And then I wake up and I'm like, no, oh, I still have to do it. If that, maybe that's not you, maybe I'm just crazy. But anyway, it it's like, you just did all, you feel like you did all the work, even though it was just a dream. 
And so it's kind of similar when you're doing all this thinking about the work, but not doing the work. You still have to do the work. It's like when you sit down and you write down a to-do list, sometimes it feels so freeing, like, oh, everything's on paper. I have my to-do list now. And you kind of feel like you got it done, but you didn't. It's really not, you're not getting it done. And so there's that. And in order to sometimes get out of your own head, you have to really think about it that way. Like, okay, I'm going to stop thinking about doing this and I'm just going to grab the, the pencil and start writing. I'm going to grab the, I'm going to grab the camera and start recording. I'm going to just whatever, just start doing it. Right. And then you'll find that that action and in getting into the motions, the action of doing the work will actually create clarity and it will create momentum and action tends to create more action. And I've talked about the concept of action creates courage, which we'll get to that in a moment, many, many times. And it does, because a lot of people will wait until they feel they're ready. They're waiting for that bravery. And what really, the way that you get the courage is to actually take actions. And so sometimes what we have to do is take the big action that we're scared to do, and we have to find smaller actions to create courage so that we're ready for the big action. But if we just sit back and we try to skip all those steps, then we never become courageous enough to take the big action. Now, the other thing that can be happening here is that we are seeing, you know, a version of what we want to create or do. We see it, you know, with somebody else. And so we look at them and the way they're doing it and we think, well, I'm not ready for that or I'm not good enough for that yet. Or we get the vision in our mind that that's what we want to do but maybe we don't have the equipment, the resources, whatever. But that's that's that comparison thing, right? We can't be looking at everybody else and what they're doing and then comparing ourselves to it because most likely if you're looking at them, they've been doing it longer than you and you're comparing your like day one to their like day 1000. And that's just not fair to yourself, right? And so you've got to look at it as, hey, I'm gonna create version one but don't think that that's the last version. So get version one out there because you can't have version five until you have one, two, and three, and four. But if we sit back and we are trying to create version five right out of the gate, it isn't gonna happen. And that's why I say sometimes we have to kind of embrace this concept of it's not gonna be what we truly want, but isn't that better than nothing? Because if you don't do anything, then your audience isn't getting anything from you. And I have an episode I did not that long ago. Well, it's not that long ago in the list, if you scroll down, where I talk about you kind of have to embrace the concept of sucking at something first before you're going to get good at it. And something else that came up in today's conversation that I was having with James was, uh, you know, I, I just got to, I got to, you know, I got to figure it out. And it was like this just moment hit me where I remembered another one of my peers a while back, we were in a, a little inner circle mastermind together. And ironically, her name was Melanie is Melanie as well. And she said, you're not going to figure it out until you get started. And I was like, Ooh, it's so true. Because if you think about it, you know, and I use the analogy to James, because we both do video stuff. And I said, imagine if you were like, just you, you decided to, you know, sign up for a brand new really complicated like video editing software for something, you know, a type of editing you've never done. Are you going to just go watch a bunch of videos and read a bunch of manuals before you even open up the program? And he started laughing because we both know how this works, right? You, The only way you learn this stuff is to just start tinkering with it. Like the only way you learn an application, whether it's a simple one or a complex one, is open it up and start taking a look around, maybe watch some videos, go back, tinker a little bit, 
but you don't go study everything, learn everything first, and then open up the application and start. And really, if you think about it, we don't really do much of anything that way. Even if you're cooking a brand new recipe, you don't memorize the recipe before you go buy the ingredients or before you start the process. You literally have the recipe open on your phone or open in a book or written down on a piece of paper, and you are literally looking at it and taking action, looking at it, taking action, looking at it, taking action. Okay, what's the next step? Boom, right? You're checking your yourself as you go. So many things that when we try brand new things or we do new things, that's the process. And so you have to get into the action to get the clarity because you don't really know what you don't know until you start tinkering around. And so I always say that about when you're starting something new, trying to learn a new application, trying to do something new, you just have to be get in there and dabble. And that goes for, as I said, learning something, how to do something new, but it also goes for creating content or starting a blog, starting a podcast, or creating a membership, creating an online course. You can't sit back and wait for the perfect like launch episode to start a, a podcast. You don't you don't sit back and plan 50 episodes before you, you cre- create the first episode. You don't you know what I mean? And you you will get better and better and better. Video is the same way. As you create content, as you start putting things out there, you start to get feedback. You start to learn what works, what doesn't. You make adjustments. You you align, you realign, you go as you go. And if you just sat back and you didn't start, then you think about all that clarity that you wouldn't have. And all you're doing when you're sitting back waiting for a perfection or sitting back and waiting to, you know, be able to, the resources or whatever it is that's holding you back from feeling like you can create the version of whatever this is in your perfect world. You you are just delaying the whole process, and I have done this in my own business, and I've shared you know bits and pieces of my story before where I sat I sat in inaction before, meaning I was just stuck, not taking action, kind of just like I mean just idling, literally just idling, and I know what that guilt can feel like when you're idling. I know what that that just you start to get down on yourself, you start to get kind of like. Why can't I do this? Why can't I just push forward? And you start to come up with excuses like I don't have time or, you know, all the things. I've also, I know what it feels like to like start something and not finish something because of the reasons I shared before. Like I kind of just started it. I felt great. It was like fun. And then it got hard. And then it was like, I wasn't, I started getting all the self-doubt. Then I started stalling and delaying. And then it got to the point where I was like, what's the point? Then I just, then I pivoted to something new, right? So I flip-flopped a lot. I've done that. But I've also, I, I, as I said, I, I, I just kept soaking in all these great bits of advice from people. Uh, there's a concept from a woman named Brooke Castillo. She owns, she's the founder and the owner of The Life Coaching School. And there's a podcast episode she did with Amy Porterfield on Amy Porterfield's podcast. And I, I've talked about this podcast episode so many times. I've told Amy, like, I think I've listened to that episode no less than like 12 times. And it is, I think it, I think it is like one of her absolute top rated episodes as well of all time. Anyway, and I'll link to that in the show notes because it's a really good episode. But anyway, Brooke Castillo essentially talks about the concept of B minus work. And she talks about how, you know, we have to stop going for the A plus essentially and be okay with a B minus. Like, 
would you like scold your children if they got a B minus on something? I mean, you would if they didn't put in the work. Or, I mean, you, you would be bothered. You'd be like, gosh, if you had actually tried, you would have gotten an A. But if they if they actually did the work and it turned out to be a B minus, you would be completely satisfied. You'd be very happy with them because they got something done, even if it was something really, really hard, as long as they applied themselves and did it. Because a B minus is a passing grade. In fact, a B minus is above average. And we're always trying to be at the top. And especially if you're just getting started or if you're embarking on something new, it is going, you are doing yourself a disservice if you are going to try to go out of the gate and be at the top. For example, launch a podcast and expect it and expect it to be like, you know, the new and noteworthy section. I mean, you know, you know, who shows up in the new and noteworthy section. Do you know who shows up there? Is it even called that anymore? By the way, I don't even know if it's called that anymore. It's essentially people who either already had a podcast another one, then there. this is a, a second or third one that they're launching, or people who already have an online presence that they have a massive amount of followers, or people who are seasoned in their business, they have a huge email list. Again, they have a huge audience, or they're famous. Those are the people who show up in new and noteworthy a week after they launch their podcast because they already have the big audience. And you know why? Because they didn't, they, they didn't, they're not sitting here trying to launch the very first thing and get an A+. They have been doing the work. They've been taking action and they have been for a while, my friend, right? And so we got to stop going for that A plus. You will get A pluses. You will hit home runs. You will go try to do something and you will exceed your expectations and others. But you have to approach everything with the expectation and the acceptance that a B minus is better than an incomplete so Brooke doesn't phrase it that way, but I do, because the the exact thing that's happening right now by not doing something, not taking action is an incomplete. It's an I on the report card. It's not an F. It's an I. You didn't do the work. You didn't complete the work. Wouldn't you rather have a B minus? Right? You want the A plus. I get it. But wouldn't you rather have a B minus? A B minus is much better than an incomplete. And when we sit back and we try to be perfect and all those things I've already been talking about, we are sitting at incomplete. And that is not a good place to be, especially when you have big goals and you have things you want to do. The other thing that I shared with James was that I always talk about this action creates, you know, courage. And I talk about how action creates clarity. But the other thing I told him was, I said, you're using all this energy like to, to fight your guilt, to fight this pressure you're putting on yourself. You're using all this energy, you know, with battling the excuses. You're using all this energy thinking about it. It's keeping you up at night. It's like you're thinking of it at random times and it punches you in the gut every time you think about it. That's taking energy. But you know what else action creates? Action creates energy. And so I told him, I said, imagine, imagine replacing this negative energy, this draining energy with these negative thoughts, replacing it with the the energy that comes from pride and like, oh, I got that done. Haven't you ever felt that? Like when you get that huge hairy task, like the monkey on your back or whatever it is, even a personal situation, you finally called that person to apologize or you finally called that person to make amends or to confront them about something. You had that hard conversation. And when you're on the other side of it, don't you just like, you feel all this relief. But what I will tell you is in business, especially is when you tackle something and you get that thing off your plate and you make something happen, now you have energy. 
and it creates energy that will put, it puts fuel right back into your tank, right? Whereas the other energy that, that's being used right now is, uh, is waste, right? It's, it's like empty calories. It's like drinking Kool-Aid. It tastes great, but it has no nutritional value for your body versus drinking real juice, right? Like squeeze from a fruit. There is, it tastes good, but it actually has nutritional value. It may not taste as good as your Kool-Aid, right? But it's actually fueling your body. It's the same concept. I'm, I'm all about analogies today, apparently. <laughs> but you get my point. All that negative energy is just draining you. In fact, it's draining you and it's it's attacking things. It's attacking your dreams. It's attacking your mission. It's attacking your self-confidence. And so when you just say, you know what? I'm gonna go for the B minus. Shit, I might even go for a C plus. Just go for it, make it happen, get it done, put something out there, launch it, release it, click go live, click publish, whatever it is. Send the email, make the phone call, I don't care. Do it and let that feeling of, oh, it's done, I did it. Let that feeling fuel you. Because my friend, you have created all these scenarios about what's going to happen, all these bad scenarios about what's gonna happen. It's not gonna be good enough. They're not gonna like it. They're gonna hate it. I'm gonna be judged. I'm gonna, people are gonna make fun of me, whatever all those things are. Did you know that, I, I heard this the other day, 85% of our anxieties, which are basically things that are, we create in our heads, right? Anxiety, a lot of that anxiety is little scenarios that we're constantly swirling around in our head, fears, all those things. 85% of them never even happen or come true. Like we are our own worst enemy when it comes to that kind of stuff. And so none of that's gonna happen. And even if only 15% of all those fears that you have in your head happen, it's only 15% of it. You will survive. You will make it through. And and maybe maybe the feedback you get is going to create help for the next version. But if you don't put anything out there, you never get the feedback to create the next better version. You're just still sitting at incomplete. And so I say all the time, action creates courage. Action can create clarity. But right now, let's talk about how action and let's think about how action can create energy. And when you think about that thing that you're stuck with, the thing about the thing that you keep saying you were going to do that you didn't do, all the things that you, you started, you dabbled, and then you fell off again. And you said, oh, I'll do it again one day. Things that you need to, you need to restart the engines again, right? All that, think about all the times you think about it, all the times that you're like mad at yourself, you feel guilt. Think about all that. Think about what it would feel like if all of that is away. It's gone. It's gone. Let go of the perfection, go for the B minus, and let the energy come in and fuel your next project. Because right now, not getting that one project done or that thing done or the multiple things done is robbing you. And when you're robbed of your energy, the world is robbed of your gifts. And as I always say, don't let your gifts go ungiven. And that is what I want to leave you with today. So this was massive. This was a massive, massive pep talk. I absolutely know James is listening to this episode. And because I told him, I said, uh, I'm going to record this episode. I'm going to record an episode about this later today. And there were some things that I thought of as I was like reflecting on my conversation with James that I included in this episode that I didn't include in our conversation. But, you know, the, here's the deal. James is is dealing with with what a lot of us deal with. So many of us deal with this. And even someone like James, who is so awesome. And if, I mean, you have to go check out his channel. I'll, I'll definitely link to it in the notes. He's amazing. He does amazing things. He has amazing conversations. He has amazing connections. So even the people who you might be viewing and think, man, they got their stuff together. We all deal with this stuff from time to time. And so 
if this was helpful to you and getting unstuck, please share this episode with somebody that you think it could help or flag this episode because you're probably going to get stuck. Maybe you're not not stuck today as you're listening to this. Maybe you're in the zone. You've got great momentum. Save it because there will be a day. There will be a moment when you need that little pep talk to help you get unstuck and move forward. And I was just so grateful today that I felt like I was in a place where I have been through a lot of this. I have been through a lot and I will continue to go through it. it just because, you know, I've gotten through some of this stuff myself it doesn't mean I'm not going to face these things later because as we grow, as we expand, we are going to be taking on harder projects. Growing is wonderful, especially in business. You need to be growing. But as we grow, we are going to be facing new challenges. And so we are always, this is always a cyclical thing. And so the more you can embrace this concept of getting unstuck and getting through the self-doubt and getting through things, the better you'll be at it and you will find that you won't get as stuck for as long, as long as you continue to put this in practice. And a lot of it, to really be able to do that and to be able to make it happen is a a little bit of self-awareness and a lot of self-acceptance. And that means even accepting that you are stuck (laughs) and that you are making a mistake by trying to go for that A+. And so be self-aware and accept yourself for who you are and where you are in your journey right now, okay? because you do not want to keep this going any longer, because I don't want you to be six months down the road or even six years down the road and still at the same place of incomplete. I'd rather you be a million B minuses further along and a bunch of A pluses along the way as well. I promise it'll happen. So, all right, my friend, that is what I had for you today. And I'm just so grateful that you listened to this episode and I'm so grateful that you're here. And just go go find a way to grab even if it's a tiny little thing that you've been putting off and go get it done and go make it happen.